Welcome back to the After Ellen podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn McDonald, Editor-in-Chief at AfterEllen.com, and I am here with one of our writers, Gabrielle Alejandro. Hey, Gabby, how's it going? Oh, it goes. <laughs> so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that lesbians will recognize and understand and that is lesbian loneliness it's a specific thing it's part of the culture and if you haven't experienced it yet give it time you will so gabby for those who are uninitiated why don't you define lesbian loneliness for us So lesbian loneliness is this very specific kind of loneliness that lesbians experience, um, and it's caused by the loss of our spaces in real life and online alike. Um, So it goes beyond just not having a girlfriend, but Mm -hmm. struggling to find connections with other lesbians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, struggling to be able to recognize yourself in culture Mm-hmm. Or society is a big part of it too, and yeah, and losing our spaces is such a good example about that because if you can't be with others like you because there is no space for people like you, then of course you can't see the um, the richness and diversity of um, people who happen to share your sexual orientation. Right, exactly. I feel like I found out about lesbian loneliness through Tumblr. Um, I was never like a big Tumblrina, but I was on mm-hmm. Tumblr for a hot minute and that's where I first encountered the concept of lesbian loneliness and it resonated mm-hmm. so powerfully. When I first read it, I was like, oh, I know exactly that feeling. Right. But I think that this feeling obviously predates Tumblr by a lot because it was spoken about and written about by um, such lesbians as Radcliffe Hall, who wrote the book, The Well of Loneliness. Mm-hmm. And I may be misremembering it, but I believe that Radcliffe Hall was, um, she was in a really tough spot in life. She um, described herself as Saturnian or Uranian, which was, um, you know, she was born in 1880. So... Back then, they didn't have words like gay or lesbian. They had words like sexual invert, inversion, um, Uranian, Saturnian. Um, And so she she described herself, I'm pretty sure she described herself as an invert. Um, And yeah, basically, she struggled because she couldn't see anyone like her. She felt like she was a... Uh, what's the word, Gabby? Help me out here. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all this? Yeah, she a, a, a deviant. She was a she was a deviation from the norm. Exactly. Yeah, and that's we're still feeling like that all these years later. We're still, you know, struggling to see ourselves in media and in real life. Okay, so I pulled up her her Wikipedia as we were talking, and the book is called The Well of Loneliness, and it is, um, it is about the life of Stephen Gordon, a masculine lesbian who identifies as an invert. So yeah, that that is the term that was used. So obviously, um, because we're a smaller portion of the population than heterosexuals, it definitely also feels sometimes for a lot of us that we're doomed to die alone because we'll just never have the sheer number of women or of partners to choose from that our mm-hmm. straight counterparts will have. Um, yeah. So it feels like it's harder to find your person. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, the reason that we chose this topic for the podcast is because COVID is complicating lesbian loneliness in new and interesting ways. When you say Gabby, Miss Rona did not look out for us. She was, she really did make things worse because you can't really, you know, you can't really go out. You're stuck here. And even if you do meet someone, you, you know, so still can't really meet up with them. You, yeah, you can't touch. You have to wear a mask. Exactly. <laughs> um, before Rona, Six feet where, apart. where did you go to meet women? Nowhere. There are no like lesbian or gay bars <laughs> in my town. Are you on Tendre? I was. And it was a hellscape. Yeah. Tinder is the worst. And it truly is. Um, it's where dreams go to die. I met a lot of honeys on OkCupid, and I've definitely like 
fucked with a lot of women off of Tinder, but I don't know that I've ever had like a long term relationship off Tinder. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I've met some, yeah, I met some like really sweet women and women that I thought things were going to happen with, but it ended up being like a fling or something off Tinder. But whatever the whatever the online dating platform that you choose is irrelevant. Um, essentially, for a lot of us, it feels like that is the only way to meet other lesbian or bisexual Yeah, it's women. like finding a job. You either do it online or somebody refers you. Oh, that is such a good point. Yeah, that is the way to put it. And also, no one's referring me. I'm like, you guys, I know you know lesbians and you have our numbers put a, you know. Like, come on, you gotta take one for the team. Yeah, it is just like looking for a job. And and I am looking all the time for, uh, you know, more and better work. And I love it when somebody's like, hey, did you see this listing? And I'm like, you are so sweet. No one has ever done that for me with a woman no i was referred like, to this job somebody told me about this and i just like I'm, applied i didn't i didn't think i was gonna get it <laughs> that's so funny yeah we were we were just talking about this actually and i think this is interesting so i'm gonna um blow your shit up <laughs> for our listeners but when when i first saw gab gabby's writing i was um uh, the managing editor i was not yet editor-in-chief and i remember um thinking and saying to the editor-in-chief at the time emory joelle i was like i'm we're not gonna get gabby she's too good what? at writing she's not gonna write what? for us she's way too good <laughs> like i was having like anxiety attacks over this because i was like oh i really want to get this job but like i didn't think i'd do a good enough job but my writing was horrible that's so this wild yeah i like I like read your whole website or whatever is your, you know, because yeah, I have read your whole Twitter and then I read your whole website and I was like, oh shit, she's like actually a real writer. And I'm just like out here writing celebrity interviews. And Dude, movie no, reviews. I, like, don't, <laughs> I don't call myself a writer. Like in real life. I, so funny. I, I will sit here and be like, God, I wish I was a writer, you guys. And my You're friends really will be good like, that's all you do all day. Like, what else are you going to call yourself? Yeah, I think that is that there is a special imposter syndrome that is just for writers. And if you have, I think most people who call themselves writers, that's how you know they're not writers is because they're <laughs> confident enough to call themselves writers. Real writers fucking hate themselves and would never have the audacity to refer to themselves as writers. Because I mean, like, I will so on my resume just to like try to get a job, <laughs> yeah. but like in real life, no, I would never. Every time I send you something, I'm like, oh, God, this is the worst. This is the I'm last gonna... thing I'll ever submit because I'm about to get fired. <laughs> right? I have to burn everything. This is yeah. the worst thing in the world. I feel the same way. Um, yeah, the specific type of uh, lack of self-confidence that writers have. It's it's uh, it's a sickness. I see it everywhere. I, I don't know this any writers who don't. for another so. time for us to yeah, just discuss Yeah, you might be that. right. You might be right. Oh, it's tangent time with <laughs> yeah. you. It's Jocelyn and Gabby. It's tangent time. Gotta, um, we need a little jingle for tangent time. Yeah, and now we're going to reel it back in. Bring it back. Uh, what were we talking about again? Uh, dating. Um, dating like tinder and stuff andre yeah, yeah listen, and how awful women is. will look at me and be like is anyone gonna ghost this lesbian and then not wait for anyone's <laughs> answer <laughs> so yeah so before covid i was on tinder and then i got on hinge i thought i really thought that hinge was the last frontier i was like this is this is it because i live in washington dc and i feel like um this is a city of networkers i mean mm-hmm. probably a lot of urban environments are but this is like a really cutthroat city where everyone is trying to like get a job on the hill or in a lobby or in you know a nonprofit or something and so people are constantly shaking hands and passing out business cards and getting on each other's listservs and yeah we're we're all like gonna scramble our way up the up the ladder here and so i figured that hinge was going to be that feeling like mm-hmm. it would be like it would feel like networking and it would exclusively be with 
um, femme women who work at nonprofits. And to be honest, it has mostly been femme women who work at nonprofits. Um, a lot of writers, a lot of um, military honeys. Those are the only women who are ever um, who are ever like butch looking, but they always have ponytails. <laughs> long ponytails. <laughs> I was going to put my hair in a long ponytail today and I was like Really? Just, just do it how you usually <laughs> do. <it."> bun. <laughs> yeah. Gabby for for our listeners at home. Gabby has um the sides of her sh- head shaved and a messy bun going on right now. It's super cute. Um it's very gay. It just screams dyke. That's so congratulations. <laughs> yes, congratulations. And yet it's I'm working. still single. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, people always read me as straight, even though I go so far out of my way to look gay. Like I've been rocking short hair for a long time and I ride a motorcycle and I, you know, I always wear Chelsea boots, wear like Oxford or I'm sorry, Oxblood red Chelsea boots. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I just like I'm obviously a lesbian. I'm from California, so I do the literally what I would probably consider the California lesbian uniform, which is a backwards snapback. I got van shoes, and yet... And your Avatar The Last Airbender jersey? Listen, <laughs> I've been going through it, okay? I just need a little bit of comfort. Just- is that at at lat? The what? Avatar The Last oh, Airbender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is okay it is, because I actually just found out what At Lab was like two weeks ago, uh-huh. and then the same day that I found out that what Avatar, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law and my sister. We went over our favorite shows, and both of them included Avatar, The Last Airbender, in their favorite shows. And I was like, "Guys, I'm an adult. I don't watch fucking cartoons. First of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? And how how is how is a cartoon ranking for you on the same level as like Breaking Bad and Big Love? And um, I watched I'm it when I was really, I was young. I was like 14 or something when I started watching it. And I, for me, it was just a lot of, um, there are no white people on this show. So uh-huh. it was really like, to, okay, you can't see the, the name on the back of this jersey, but it's it's Katara, who is a uh-huh. brown woman. And I, you know, and you're like, I'm there I am. Like, I've never <laughs> seen anybody else like me, you know? And then. That's awesome. That's so sweet. I, a little birdie told me that there's going to be lesbians in, in Avatar The Last Airbender. I wrote about it. So you're oh. going to have to. Oh, teaser. <laughs> it's another teaser. To... Yep. 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 <laughs> cool. Okay. So hinge um hinge happened i have not i I got on hinge right before covid started so i haven't gone on any hinge dates Mm -hmm. i did uh, was it on hinge or okay or tinned i matched with somebody who um who found out that i write for after ellen and she was like oh uh you're an evil turf um yep that's how i'm not gonna date you really that's how to (laughs) Yeah, yeah Yeah, for our listeners at home, like, uh, it's so wild and so transparent to me that the the incredible self-hatred in uh, lesbian community, because anytime there's something that's for lesbians, it's derided as being um, bigoted towards Mm -hmm. someone else. So we can never have something that's for lesbians without it including everyone or it's exclusionary or leaving someone out or something and it's like along the same lines as lesbian loneliness mm-hmm. this is why we feel so lonely because even in those um instances where we're supposed to be sent we're, we're supposed to be giving ourselves permission to center ourselves as in right. dating you're mm-hmm. literally just looking for somebody who 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 you're interested in sexually we can't center ourselves because that is gonna potentially hurt someone's feelings or make someone feel left out it's honestly mind-boggling right they'll they'll call you gatekeepers and i'm like it's my fucking gate i say it's my gate come in you know like (laughs) it's my secret garden gate (laughs) and i get to say who, who has the key yeah, so that was one COVID dating adventure. And then another COVID dating adventure. I did have a virtual date with Honey. Oh, and uh, it, did not, it did not go well. Oh, no. 
yeah she was hella cute and um we just couldn't talk to each other and it wasn't because there was a screen between us you know it was like she was going through a divorce and um she I didn't know if she had been out of her divorce long and I couldn't ask her any questions of a personal nature about her divorce or anything else because she basically was like, oh, that's like, that's like a conversation. It's like a, you know, a third day conversation or something. I'm Mm -hmm. like, bitch, like, I don't know why you think I will be interested enough to have another date if you're not going to tell me like why you got a divorce. time works differently. (laughs) Yes. Like, one hour in lesbian time is, like, one week in heterosexual time. Right. So, I'm going to need, like, more personal details. It's not enough for you to be cute. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to need to... It's not enough for you to have pictures of you uh, in a kayak in your profile pics because, um, yes, I love to kayak. You did You did have me at River Sports, but I'm going to need more for that. Well, I guess it didn't go well. Didn't get a nope. second date. No. mm no, neither of us like reached out to each other. It was obviously over. Yeah, I I've not had any luck. I mean, like in general, but especially during, you know, COVID, COVID times. times. Yeah. Yeah. So I just um I just moved in by myself, and every day I find a new reason that uh, the universe directed me to live alone, and all sorts of reasons that I didn't consider. Um, before I moved, one of the main ones that I found so far is that uh, I I um, moved in by myself so that I could take my pants off as soon as I opened the door, and um, so I could do uh, naked yoga in the kitchen while I wait for my leave-in conditioner to set before I wash my hair out in the sink. So that's why mm-hmm. I live alone. But another reason that I realized I live alone now is because. I am almost ready to uh, break social distancing guidelines. Are you shocked? A little. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. Right. But if I find a cute honey, I'm going to invite her up to my ma- house with no mask on. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I couldn't do that if I had roommates because that would be wrong and not right. okay. Mm-hmm. obviously i don't want to like expose somebody else to covid germs the potentiality of covid got it right but um yeah if i live alone it's just uh i take my life into my own hands yeah you, you just have to do so much of it by yourself now mm-hmm. i feel like i also live alone so i it does get really lonely sometimes you could break social distancing anytime will you do it you are under the impression that anybody would want to do that with me wow I don't know, Gabby, you're like a really good writer and a hot tamale with a great lesbian haircut. So <laughs> I could see it happening for you. Um, the haircut isn't enough. <laughs> like you, I, I feel like we, we talked about this in another podcast, which may or may not have already uh, been released. But um, I feel like social media also like is kind of complicating things in terms of how we're like meeting people and how we're mm-hmm. dating. And so like you'll you'll follow someone and they'll like post a bunch of pictures of their type and it doesn't mm-hmm. look like you. So you just don't ever talk to this person. You're like, they're never going to like me. They're not going to even bother with me. And then on the other end of that, you have people who just every single detail of their relationships is, is online. Like, yeah. Woof. Yeah. One time I found out this girl that I really liked was already in a relationship through social media, but Wowie. anyway, Gabby's suffering hour doesn't start for another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that is raw. And um, I'm sorry that happened to you. It sounds like, um, honestly, it sounds like some classic lesbian bullshit. Yep. One of the things that I had mentioned before was this feeling that there aren't enough, there aren't enough lesbians to find your lesbian. Right, and I think that's just like a persistent insecurity that people suffer from, and it and it makes them kind of lose hope before it's time to lose hope before there's yeah. any reason to. But over time, I'm coming to see this in a really different light, and I feel like very woo woo, very witchy about it, very much like I woke up in a tent in Michigan with the secrets of lesbianism 
passed down, handed down to me by my foremothers. And that what is did Sappho tell you. <laughs> she, she said that uh, that she's on her way. My wife is on her way. She's out there looking at that quarter moon and wondering where I am. And she's like, where where is my wife? And I'm like, I'm right here. We, we I, just I have you guys can't see this but i have actually um sappho's prayer on my altar oh, and it's basically oh. just please can i get a girlfriend <laughs> right. it's like 2500 years and lesbians are still the same mm -hmm. yeah i just like thinking about a timeline where i already have my girlfriend and so in that timeline because because mm -hmm. You know, we live in so many dimensions, right? You see where I'm going with this? There's a timeline where I already have my wife. Right. And I don't need to think about the longing uh -huh. and the loneliness because she's already here. It's That's like... It's a good way to do it. I haven't lined up with that dimension yet, but I will. Okay. I am. I am in another in on alternate it. reality. <laughs> As oh god, do you know what I hate? When you have a dream and it's so real and then you wake up alone. Oh man. That happens to me. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> that happens to me. You don't understand. It's always the same woman with me in my ooh, dream. Ooh, 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 wait. Now I'm intrigued. This is actually great. This is <laughs> yeah. the woman that you're this is the, the other dimension. You're lining up with her. She exists. So well, where is describe she like, where her? What is she like? She's she's very She's not afraid to call me out, which is like that's on my list. Too. You gotta be, you can't be afraid to call me out. Which is, I think, I think yeah. an Aries thing. Gabby and I are both Aries. Is you have to be able to put an Aries in her place because otherwise you're gonna get railroaded. <laughs> um, what else? What else? She's very. See, the thing with me is, I know how intense my emotions can be, and mm -hmm. it's like Carly Rae Jepsen said. When I love you, then I love you too much. But I'm uh, yes. never too, like I'm never too Charlie much. Ray Jepsen. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes, my heart. Yes, I feel the same way. Okay, I'm never too much for my for my future wife, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I've spent so many I'm just years. barely enough for her. She's like more. Give me more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um and it's just I've, I've spent a lot of time with people who've made me feel like I am too much. So I tried mm -hmm. to make myself smaller and I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So at least, you know, when I'm asleep, <laughs> when I'm having these dreams, at least there's somebody there who doesn't, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to make yourself smaller for me. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I'm going to weep. <laughs> I'm going to weep on this call right now. <laughs> so precious. You guys don't know what I look like, but when I say... I, I'm not going to make myself smaller. Like, I mean that literally and figuratively. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm 5'9". Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. That's that's like the perfect height. <laughs> that's the right height. Um, yes. And like, you know how beefy I am. So it's You're like, pretty beefy. I'm not going to She's full, y'all. She's been working out. She's lifting. <laughs> like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to stop. So... In addition to your altar to Sappho, are there any, uh, is there any witchcraft that you've been doing to uh, create love in your life, Gabby? Um, not really. No, I know. I just like am struggling to even do that. It's like one of my friends actually told me, she was like, you need to love yourself like you want to be loved, my good bitch. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, for me. I want to love someone else, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I have so much to give, but it's starting to hurt, but there's no one to give it to. Oh, my God. I identify with that statement. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So much love to give. I'm ready. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like there may be a good portion of After Island podcasts that are about like me trying to find my butch honey, and I'm a little bit of, I'm a little bit embarrassed about that, and I'm kind of not also. But I have like several Maybe of these podcasts. I, like I should try to do that now, but I don't. You know. absolutely I, should. Uh, I just it's like Carly Rae Jepsen said, <laughs> "I'm not the type of girl that you call more than a friend." 
Wow. <laughs> you know a lot about Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> oh, my friends are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's typical of her. <laughs> um, we respect Our Lady of Perpetual Bops in this house. Yeah, we certainly do. I am going to um, interrupt my nonstop um, rotation of Taylor Swift's latest album with a little bit of Carly Rae Jepsen tonight because I can't, I can't wait to find out um, all this. Dedicated side B is out now. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I didn't know that she had another album. I'm really digging uh, this latest Taylor Swift album. I have speaking of lesbian loneliness. I have a Taylor oh. Swift story. Um, I fell in love with this married woman once and Oof. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was like Polly, so it was it was cool. You know, she was supposed to fall in love with other people. Like even her wedding vows included some promise that they would both fall in love with other people, but that it would be okay because you know they they're not jealous or something. Right. Fucking hardcore, oh, uh, brainless polyamory. I'm I'm so done with with kinksters and polyamories polyamorists and all of you kinksters and polyamorists listening you know you live your life but my heart's still a little bit broken up beaten and bruised can't be doing um, with this now come on he'll never recover from my days in in the poly kink nonsense anyway point is that mm -hmm. you know it was i think the first time in my life when pop songs really meant something to me like every mm -hmm. pop song was a revelation i was like wow nothing has ever been more true mm -hmm. than taylor swift wildest dreams it's a song about love that you know slipped through your fingers <laughs> and uh, and we just missed each other you know we just missed like, each oh other my God. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Is it tangent time? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Bring it it's it's Gabby's suffering hour. It started. <laughs> so, Tell me. Oh, my God. So I had this crush in high school, right? She was a year older than me, but she was mm -hmm. dating someone at the time, so I couldn't, I couldn't say anything to her. So she graduates, and now I'm a senior, and I'm, I'm outed as a lesbian. I'm like, fuck, fuck, whatever. <laughs> fuck. And then she, she comes out as a lesbian, too. And I was like, but then she had a girlfriend already. And I was like, fuck, I missed it. So then a few a few years later, um, I ran into her in the grocery store. And she was like, she was like, I don't know, like, she was looking at me kind of like, is she checking me out? Like, I'm not sure. And she was like, yeah, you look really good. And I was like, uh, thanks. So we started talking and um I thought, okay, this is going to be it. Like, this is going to be my chance. And then her girlfriend shows up. It's a different girlfriend. Uh. Another time. This this keeps going. This isn't done. Um, God, there's this other time. You're going to, if you live closer. Like that movie. That movie that's like a, you know what that movie that I'm talking about? That's like a, a, a comic book. It, it's like Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Oh, I've actually never seen it. <laughs> Um, a, an ex girlfriend showed it to me, <laughs> but anyway. But um, yeah. so oh, there was this chances. one time she was sitting down, and I was standing a little bit further away from her, and mm -hmm. she, I guess she couldn't hear me, so she was like, "Can you come a little bit closer?" And I took one step closer, not even like that much, and she grabs me by the belt buckle to Whoops. pull me in closer, oh. and I was like, "Wait, oh. was that something, oh. you guys? You guys, you guys, was oh. that something?" Yeah. <laughs> And I fucking yeah. fucked it up because I was wow. an idiot. That's so gay. And like, just oh, like she she touched my belt buckle. Is that flirting or <laughs> is that a totally normal thing that girls just do? Being girl, girl she was just being nice, right? But um, no. Wow, and then pretty... last, it's, it keeps ah, going. Honestly, last year, oh, um, she Ooh, found me on recent. Twitter. Oh. Yeah, we found each other okay. on Twitter and we started talking and texting. And I thought, is this going to be my chance? Is this <gasps> going to be my chance? There was a girlfriend. No, you know, it's not like that movie Scott oh. Pilgrim Saves the World. It's like that television show about the guy with the How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I've never oh? seen it. <laughs> Why are, are you so out of the loop in pop culture? You're a pop culture journalist. Well, are, are there <laughs> lesbians in that 
<gasps> no. Then I'm not going to care. <laughs> no, lesbians, you're so right. I just consume all media because I'm like, there might be a, there might be a lesbian that pops up in this. There could be oh, a I have a network of lesbian. people who sit, who tell me, hey, there, there's one who lesbian. filter through. Yeah, there's a, there's a pop-up lesbian. Yeah. It was all of that that wow. just made me feel like I, I don't think it's ever going to happen for me. And this was right after some serious heartbreak. Was this I was, before? This was before she found me on Twitter. Yeah, like I, I was wholeheartedly in love with this woman. Like, oh my god, is she gonna hear this? I don't think so. You want her to? I don't care. Like, honestly, <gasps> I hope I hope she's doing well. I hope she's happy and healthy. It, it just didn't work out. It just I made yeah. playlists for her. I wrote her poems. I'm not good at that, but I did really? it. Really? I feel like you're probably very good at poems. This is another one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm not a poet, even though you're a poet, isn't it? This is like, oh, I, I'm not a writer I thing. Know. I don't know. I I just, it was a lot and I needed to like express it in mm-hmm. different ways. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. just say, I couldn't just say it. I had to show it. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I I know I'll, I will know that I am in love again when I start writing poems and songs about her. That's something I always do in the in the height of my mm. love for somebody. I become like such a prolific writer and poet and and now that I know how to play the banjo. <laughs> just a very you need, talented you need country a backup singer. bass player. I got you. Yeah. Is it a is it a washtub bass? No, it it is not. Could it be? <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna I'll, have a blue, I'll make bluegrass it band. I'll okay. Make it work. <laughs> cool. Love it. It's gonna be a band. What are we gonna call ourselves? Clitterference. Ooh, you had that one just waiting in the wings. I sure did. <laughs> I love it. Um, that will finally get some. Like, how many? Okay, how many abs do I need to get a girlfriend? Uh-huh, how many do you have now? One. <laughs> just one, one ab. ab i think you're gonna have to double it at least well okay i feel like my abs are disappearing in covid times i feel like you've been working out more because of covid is that right yeah i've been working out way less but i haven't changed like i don't look any different <laughs> i oh did you hear that Somebody's coming to visit. It's Park. Come here, boy. The lad's here. The lad, the furry man. Hello. Um. Yeah, I'm getting a little. I'm getting the COVID fifteen. I think. Uh, someone but, also once said to me, "Just because you're not your type doesn't mean you're not another <gasps> woman's type." Oh, that's so true. That's so true. I feel like yeah. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, who would want you? But that's so true. Somebody I, look at that all happens to me daily. Yeah, it's just like Bridget Jones, which is some more media that you probably never consumed because it doesn't have any lesbians in it. But um, I like you, just as you are, is is the the best line in the movie. Part get out of here. <laughs> he just wants to be included. <laughs> yeah. He's always included. He's so furry. Don't step on my joint. Oh my god. I'm just like holding on to this joint for dear life. As soon as we stop podcasting, I'm going to get stupidly high. Um, you need like one of those plague doctor masks with herbs stuffed in the beak, but instead of herbs, it's weed. Oh, r- listeners, I, um, I'm i low-key a hoarder. I, I, I'm never sure when I'll need something, so I don't I, – I have a hard time throwing things away. I found a joint – um that's half smoked <laughs> and the the um there's a label on it because this was purchased in possibly california um no it's from washington state so whenever was the last time i was in seattle um that was 8 2019 and this <laughs> podcast is being recorded on august 27th this this joint is literally 365 days old uh what <laughs> Not the to fun. not to be like that, but uh, tomorrow that same date is my one year anniversary with After Ellen. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna uh, bake a cake? What, what should we do to celebrate Gabby's writer anniversary? Uh, I don't know. Do we need to do anything? I think we probably do, but um, I mean, if we we'll have to bake two cakes, one for me and one for you, because you know of the whole like you live in Los Angeles and I live in Washington, so 
Right, right, for sure. It's 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 pretty hard. But uh, y'all want a beefcake? I'm on my way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I think I I wish that um that our listeners could see what an eligible bachelorette <laughs> we it's have also, on our like, hands here. I, when I started lifting weights, I started because I wanted to be able to carry the girl that I liked from the couch to the bed when she fell asleep on the couch. That's so hot. <laughs> so cute. That's so fucking cute. It be didn't sick. work out, but I kept, I kept going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not too late. You're going to find her. She already, she's already out there. Oh, well, if she is, I'm here. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're gonna need more than one ab. <laughs> oh no, I have really thick thighs. Does that make up for oh, it? Oh really? Oh, that definitely thick thighs save lives. I mean, that definitely. I have. Yeah, really I like thick my thighs yogurt now. like I like my thighs. Thick. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think my thick thighs are probably my best feature. I have a juicy booty too. That's what the ladies tell me. I just I can't even fit in my jeans anymore. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Are you hearing this, people? <laughs> you can find Gabby on the internet. At... <laughs> it's just been nonstop basketball shorts because I honestly can't even like fit in my jeans anymore. Oh, I don't know why you would bother wearing pants in the hu- in the house, especially I mean, because you live alone. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, most times I don't, but I felt like I had to like dress up for this at least. <laughs> That's yeah, that's yeah, a that's a good idea. I I was on a conference call yesterday and I couldn't turn my camera on because I actually wasn't wearing a shirt. Just <laughs> <It's just> my <laughs> underwear. I was like, I'm not putting on a shirt for this. It can't be done. I can't do it. It's um... I only I only ever put on good clothes for this. So oh, that's so cute. Yeah, there's been like depression times when I have only washed my hair because I knew I was going to see Gabby on on video chat. <laughs> I shaved for this. Wow, and you yeah. look fantastic. Um, I was like, I got yeah. everything ready, but the night before, put the serum in my hair just for oh, this. You, you serum in your hair? I'm just redoing my whole hair care routine. So tell me, what do you do? Okay, first I condition with cocoa butter, hundred okay. percent cocoa butter. Whoa! Yeah, and then I'll wash it out with um, this Manuka honey shampoo. <gasps> uh huh. And then after that, Manuka, I will put that's bougie. <laughs> then I have to put um, this olive oil serum in it after that. Okay, so many yeah. serums. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I used to relax my hair, and I don't want to do that anymore. So, so I'm just, you gotta like, trying to let like, it make, breathe. Yeah, let it heal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I use olive oil too. And I actually do um, my conditioner. I do a l- regular honey because I'm not, I'm not, I'm bougie, but I'm not that bougie. <laughs> um, yeah, I use honey, a little honey and olive oil um, when I condition I do my deep condition. And then I, and then I let it sit in my hair. And then I oh, do yeah. my naked yoga in the kitchen now that I have my own house and I have my own kitchen. So I can do my naked yoga while the conditioner sets, and then I rinse it out in the sink. That's a good Because I can do whatever I want because I live the fuck alone, people. It's – honestly, I shouldn't brag. I shouldn't brag like this. It's not becoming. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'm so, brag. I'm so excited about living alone. It's just awesome. Honestly, I can't – I think about, like, how much I love living alone. It's only – it's been six days that I've mm. been living alone. So I'm not like an expert on living alone yet, but I kind of I'm sitting here wondering to myself, like, will I be able to have a wife? Because like, I don't know if there's going to be room for for her here (laughs) in this lifestyle, you know, I have like naked yoga in the kitchen. And and, um, I think the thing is being able to separate like her stuff and your stuff like she's going to do her thing and then you're just going to do your thing. Like I would never have hundred. I would never ask my girlfriend to work out with me because that's like my thing, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah. she's gonna have her thing. I'm I'm not gonna want to like intrude, and I like I know that's her alone time. So I feel like maybe that's gonna be. Important. Yeah, this is a 500 square foot apartment, so I mean, there's not any closet space for her. Like I'm about to build a closet for my own self. Where mm-hmm. is she, where is she gonna put her rows and rows of suits and vests? Exactly. She's gonna have so many button downs, bro. She's I not- can't even wear button downs anymore because my shoulders. Because you're so swole. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I, I've wow. tried like honestly a few times to put on a button down like for for this, but it just felt so tight. It's like 
cutting off the circulation in my arms. And I, just, I can't do it. Oh my god, are you flirting with me? No, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm. I have to be like a sweater person. That's why I, I've worn jerseys for the past two things because they're just comfortable. Uh huh. Let me <laughs> breathe. <laughs> You see, you don't need abs because you have thighs and you have uh, whatever the the muscles are in your arms called. I don't even know. Biceps. Biceps. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of those. <laughs> um, what else do we have to say about lesbian loneliness? I guess. How do we how do we make it less sucky? Oh, well, um, there was a time that I was super involved in lesbian Facebook groups and the way mm. I made it less sucky was to like live in these online Facebook groups. They were to me, they were the alternative to the bars that no longer exist. Right. But over time, the Facebook lesbian groups just became nonstop discourse about stuff I didn't want to discourse about like butch femme and tops and bottoms and kinkies and knots and political lesbians and born this ways and i'm like i don't give a fuck about any of that stuff i just want to be the gay energy. with my gals yeah i don't care how yeah i don't care how you be gay just let's be gay together i just yeah, i don't care yeah, online spaces are not it for me anymore. I don't even feel I, – I feel like all I want out of an online space is memes. I want a steady supply of memes. I like the yeah. um, the bridal shaming groups, the tattoo shaming groups. Um, cats. Cats. I, I love chonky cats and slonky cats and all that. Remind me to send you a Cream Heroes video. It's another plug. A what? Cats. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, it's just cats. It's literally okay, just cool. this woman and her cats. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, all right. I can't wait to see that. I do love cats. Uh, this was definitely the most important podcast we've ever done about lesbian loneliness. I can't believe. Oh, how to make it suck less. Yeah. yeah. How, do, how do you make it suck less? Um, honestly, this helps. Just oh, like, I'm yeah. going to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah this like, is good. This, because honestly, some days I, I just like don't feel like I have anything to look forward to, but then I have this and mm -hmm. I don't know, kind of just reminds me that I'm not alone and there are still some good things in the world. Um, definitely keeping in touch with your friends, whether it's through text or FaceTime, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I, I wonder, do I like being alone? Like, do I genuinely like being alone or have I just always been so alienated because I'm a lesbian, because I look different than other people, mm -hmm. because I... At such a young age, I forced myself, I was forced to be alone and I made myself enjoy it. So I wonder, is it is it because of that or do I actually enjoy it? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I brought up this woman that I was, um, that I didn't get to go out on a date with because she found out that I, uh, that I am the editor of After Ellen and she was like, oh, that site's for lesbians and it's not inclusive of queer women or, or non-binaries or something um and and just like you were saying that like doing stuff like this podcast helps and writing and editing for after ellen really helps um engaging with our readers really helps me and just knowing that there's so many other lesbians out there who are lesbian centered and who um who still believe that there is value in lesbian focused space makes me feel less lonely for sure like and you're gonna I, be gone for a week like what am i supposed to do for a week <laughs> wow uh yeah listeners i'm going to be hiking the appalachian trail in massachusetts for a week um by the time you hear this i'll be back so don't even try to stalk me in the woods um <laughs> No, I know you wouldn't. It's just it's just whatever males might stumble upon this podcast that I would have to worry about. Right. But um, yeah, so all the articles that will be coming out will be content that's already been written. They will not be news. They will be uh, old news. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough to be away. I love after Ellen. I love doing this so much fun. You need to take a break. Take some time for yourself. 
I just need to be in nature. I need to get – I'm going to get so fucked up. First of all, like the first day we're climbing Mount Greylock, which is the highest mm-hmm. point between Virginia and Massachusetts. And I've hiked in Virginia and Maryland and West Virginia quite a bit. Um, have never hiked in the Berkshires or the Taconics, which is where the um, – where the Massachusetts part of the Appalachian Trail passes through. All the hiking lesbians right now are like writing this down and taking yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah. And it should be really it should be really challenging. I think there's gonna be some there's gonna be like a bridge and there's gonna be some rocky outcroppings. I mean the the Appalachian Trail going through Maryland, which is, you know, it's like an hour and a half from where I live in DC, it's not a challenging hike. Um mm-hmm. it's a good place to cut your teeth if you're not used to backpacking. I highly recommend it, but it's not challenging. Um, although it will probably be challenging for me because of the whole COVID-15 and because I haven't been exercising at all. And I'm gonna be be carrying, fine. I think be fine. I'm going to be carrying a 25-pound pack plus a two-pound traveling banjo. I just, I use like 60 pounds for like low weights for squats. You'll be fine. I'm going hiking with my dad and he I don't think he likes the banjo and I told him <laughs> yesterday that I started taking singing lessons mm-hmm. and he was just like I don't know who you are <laughs> like he was so tired <laughs> of me he's so tired of me and we haven't even met up yet we're gonna be on the trail for a week together R.I.P. your dad yeah R.I.P. my dad and <laughs> our uh, our friendship we'll see it'll be fine you're gonna have a great time I'm honestly looking I'm looking forward to getting bruised and battered. I'm looking forward to um being dead ass tired every day. What um, if you just you- randomly met your girlfriend out there? Dude, I've th- I've dreamt about it. She's totally a hiker. She she loves hiking. She loves the outdoors. She great can- to Artemis for you. Yes, thank you. She's better at making fires than I am. I'm like okay at making fires, but she's better at it. Um yeah, she knows how to identify plants and fungi that I don't know how to identify. I'm like not very good. I'm Are you is Laura Croft your type? Because that's essentially <laughs> half the game. I know. <laughs> really? I didn't I I don't play games. I'm not a game lesbian, but maybe I should be. We should one. do we should do one where we play games and you're just bad at them. Yeah, I I um it would be like our sports episodes. <laughs> I date game lesbians and our relationship is like me watching them play video games because I don't know how to play also. Um, but yeah, I would love to date Laura Croft wherever, you know, all you Laura Croft lesbians out there, um, you hit me up with your, your <laughs> vest and your holster and your long ponytail. What is it like? What do I feel like? One of the things is uh, there are things. Are there things that like all lesbians like in their partners? Because um, there are times where everybody's just like, oh, lesbians in hands or like lesbians in jawlines, and I'm like, is this a thing that just like for your own personal preference? Lesbians in hands is definitely a thing, and um, I'm really into the back of a woman's neck. Like I always love short hair girls, and I love to like feel this part this napey part that's like all scruffy oh, that gets me going that's my um, whole head <laughs> really <laughs> yeah and um yeah thick thighs for sure yeah strong strong women i think like the thing that i am looking for the most when i'm interested in a woman is just being capable like what is she mm-hmm. capable of is she like knowledgeable about a certain thing or super skilled at a certain thing does she i don't get when men are like i they don't like to date women who are smarter than them i 100 percent will love a girlfriend smarter than me because then if i can't oh, figure yeah. out the tomb raider puzzle she can do it for me yeah i need a girl who can argue she needs to be smart enough to argue with and i'm like very good at arguing <laughs> i know i probably don't sound very good at arguing when i, when I you're like one act- of the smartest people i know so I, like I, I sound like i have four brain cells every time we record a podcast but that's three more than I have. <laughs> IRL, I'm actually like pretty good at debating and I'm ready to take down anyone. You guys, I was on the high school debate team. I'm the only one with right opinions. So I'm really looking for, as an Aries, I'm looking for a woman <laughs> who can put me in my fucking place. <laughs> I need a woman who can yell at me. You know. 
Yeah, I think you basically just described Lara Croft. I don't know wow. how to tell you. I'm sure she's out. I'm sure Lara Croft is out there. Yeah, you're right. In that's some a, ruins somewhere. That's a trope. Um, yeah, fingers, long fingers, del- like, yeah, delicate, long, skinny hands, but that are tough and capable, you know, like, know their way around a power tool or two. Hmm. What's your thing? Oh, God, I don't, I don't feel like I... This is going to sound really sad, but, like, I, I've stopped, like, thinking <laughs> about my thing. Oh! Because it's just, oh. like, I don't, I've just, I've lost so much hope. I don't, I don't know what else to yeah, tell you guys. Yeah, I mean, the lesbian loneliness episode of our podcast series is the saddest of all time. Don't tell me that. Do not tell I'm me so that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's but. out there. She's looking up at the moon right now. She's like, where is my, where is my Greek history loving? <laughs> mythological honey who like can lift me up from all over the house can carry me around the house like i can't reach the top shelf i'll take that i'll get that for you oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's hot yeah it'll happen for us it's gonna it's it's in our future uh hopefully hopefully it's just i guess hopefully no without a doubt we're like hot tamales you know, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. I'll, all my hope is for you now. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I need it. I'll take it. I'm like so well, ready. You better I'm take. Like, you're gonna get it anyway. <laughs> Thirty-three years old. My clock is ticking. <laughs> the countdown has begun. I'm gonna die alone, you guys. <laughs> no, oh not. God, not to be way. like that. But my relationship with After Ellen is the longest I've ever had. <laughs> wow that's so cute that's so cute gabby it's been one year tomorrow that's so cute yeah one whole year (sighs) yeah i have had like a lot of off again on again relationships i haven't had that many like long relationships which i think is for the best you know when when Mm -hmm. it's over you gotta let it go Mm -hmm. also i feel like like i spent a lot of time i spent a lot of time healing from just like trauma you know mm-hmm. and that like, takes a long time and i felt like i felt like i can't i can't, she doesn't deserve this she mm. deserves the best version of me that i can give her Ooh. and she she can't have this but then it got to the point where now i'm feeling like oh god am i ever, ever going to be good enough you know well we're always learning and growing yeah that's true it's kind of fun knowing that that process is never going to stop like mm-hmm. my hair will not stop falling in my face but um what I've learned now that I'm 33 is I kept thinking that I was going to grow up and be an adult someday. And Mm -hmm. what I know now is that you actually never stop learning and you're always a beginner at something. And so you begin the process of being a beginner over and over and over and you never stop. And you want somebody to like grow with you and like take all of these obstacles and challenges, right? Yeah. And like novel experiences, just Mm -hmm. experiencing things through fresh eyes every time again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I sometimes daydream of just like showing her things that I like. Yeah, I daydream yeah. about that too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to lecture her about banjo production in the 1880s. <laughs> She's gonna know so much about She's homoerotic great. subtext in Marvel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, can I tell you something? This is gonna be so dumb, but tell whatever. Me everything. I have tell an me. extra copy. I know you. I know you don't watch um like uh, Marvel movies and stuff, but. I have an extra copy of Captain America the Winter Soldier that I plan to give her because the whole the whole like the very end of it was um one of the characters says to the other I'm with you till the end of the line and I want to tell her that you know <gasps> through this movie that no matter look at look at all the things that these characters went through but at the end of the line they're still you know with each other they're still trying to grow and heal with each other that is so cute and i'm really glad that this came up i feel like this is the longest podcast ever and i kind of feel for melina our editor uh who who produces the podcasts maybe she's just gonna keep the whole thing and people can hear like all of our deeply personal bullshit but this is literally some real sad girl hours (laughs) 
one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately that I wanted to ask other lesbians about is one, one thing that I do, <laughs> I, I do a couple of things um, in preparation for my future wife. Uh-huh. One thing is that I have, I have our wedding playlist um, in progress. Like it, it's, it's, I, I, I have As like, if I haven't already done a playlist <laughs> for my future girlfriend. I have like all, I have like a, I, I, the top five songs that I think we might do our first dance to. Uh-huh. And of course, like, it will all be dependent upon, like, what what songs we have together that are our, like, special songs. Mm-hmm. So all of this is open to revision. But I just, okay, I have no one songs. Carly Rae Jepsen song is going to be in there for me. <laughs> I, I'm i going to have to listen to Carly Rae after this because I literally don't know any songs other than Hello Maybe, Call Me Hello. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i don't even have that one song i have like oh, really? a whole bunch of other ones except that one so um on my list is like everything off of the um what the fucking fuck is this is this a flea sorry hold on i have to pause this podcast for a second because i just discovered a- an animal on me and I crushed it before I could find out what it was, but it had wings and it was small. Could be a flea. But the cat doesn't go outside. So they're <sighs> that coming was extremely in. stressful. Um, they could have been here from the last owner, you know? Maybe oh, she had a right. dog. That or sucks. They could be like if in the are. carpet. Oh my god, I'll fucking die. I'll burn this I'll burn this whole building down. We have no choice. <laughs> this is not an overreaction. This is an underreaction. You have to quarantine the entire block. <laughs> The neighborhood yeah okay so no what i was saying was um yeah so so songs that i know we're going to dance to at our wedding reception mm-hmm. um there's a lot of disco um mm-hmm. and uh there's a lot of anita baker um stephanie mills um a stevie wonder and Classic. then and then there's all these. There's also a list of songs that I'm learning to play on guitar, so I can serenade her. Uh-huh. And one of them is "Golden Hour" by Casey Musgraves. That's a really good one. Um, anybody who's looking to serenade your girlfriend, definitely check out Casey Musgraves' album "Golden Hour." The titular song is so good. Not um, to be like that, but I am a classically cra- trained guitarist. If anybody. Wow. <laughs> I'm a YouTube trained guitarist, so <laughs> no big deal. Um, and then I, I'm like really into country, so I'm also really big on the latest Tyler Childers album. There's some bangers on there, some good, great love songs. Um, yeah. Burn, burn. Do you ever listen to a song and it's just like a music video of you and your future girlfriend? Uh, all the time. Head? Yeah. Like every love song. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you've got your, your your movie that you're planning to give her. That is honestly so sweet. And I'm just so glad that you shared that with me because I knew I wasn't the only one who was like prepping for the culture swap. That No, I have, I have the songs. Me. I have the movies. I have like, okay, I'm prepared songs? to give her like my hoodies. Like oh, I'm ready, but. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just donated one of my ex's hoodies to Goodwill this week. How'd that feel? Um, it felt dumb because it was hella cute, but since I moved into this place and I have the smallest closet in the world, I really needed to, I had already sparked joy, um, before I left my last house and I was like, a new level of joy has been unlocked. All the things that I thought sparked joy, the, the level of joy they sparked was not high enough. So now there's Uh a new bar to meet. So that was cool. That was really interesting. I'm never going to be a, a minimalist. I wish that I was that person, but instead mm-hmm. I'm the person who's about to build her own fucking closet because I actually am The already- irony of a lesbian building a closet. REI's Labor Day sale starts in two hours and I'm going to buy a pair of overalls that I've wanted for literally one year. Literally, <laughs> we're in the middle of a plague. Buy whatever you want. Just like <laughs> nothing matters. Mind. Exactly. Get these REI fucking like. Overalls. Did I need this? I know, but it made me happy, so I bought it. It makes me happy seeing it in the background. Uh, listener, what she's pointing to is her altar of um, Artemisian <laughs> paraphernalia. You can't, you can't even see my my bow. Hold up. Oh yeah, shows your bow. It's not strung. Oh, that's wow. That's fucking wicked. Wait, what the. F- 
fuck? <laughs> that is it's, so intense. It's so, it's so cheap to make, though, too. It's just like stuff you can buy yeah. at Home Depot. Oh, wow. Home Depot. I practically live there now. That's 35 pounds of draw weight, if anybody was wondering. Ooh, she's ripped, guys. She ain't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So have we said everything we need to about lesbian loneliness? I, I think, think we have. more than enough. I think Melina's got a lot to sift through here. Um, so basically, well, we're lesbians who are lonely right now. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're on the prowl, but like casually, just very casually. casually. Yeah, we're manifest. We're manifesting. Um, we're letting her come to us by the light of the moon. Um, okay, well, this has been the After Ellen podcast. Uh, it's been great having you listen to us. Tell us what you think. Um, let us know in the comments. Give us some feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. We can't wait to make this podcast exactly what the lesbian community wants to hear so let us know what we should do a podcast about next and um yeah thanks for listening stay safe guys